Wait, wait, you're being serious? Yes. Yeah, I'm being serious. Again, she's not improvising the plot of this film. <laughs> I I, know I, I did kind of think maybe it was a slip of the tongue, and I, I wasn't going to, like, correct you. Right, no. no. He skates back. He's on the skate. He's a talented he dog. Grab some popcorn and stick around. We've got some garbage to talk about. Hi, Bob. Hey, Zax. Hi, Connor. Hello. Hey, hey, Connor. Hey, Bob. So, I'm glad that you guys were able to join me today because this is a movie that has taken up a lot of my thoughts. And I think <laughs> I just need to get it off of my chest because it's one of, it's, I would say this might be the Disney Channel original movie. Like, it hits, like, every single trope every single like everything that you allude to thinking oh yeah that's kind of decomming no it's just this movie yeah that's not, yeah that's actually true so oh. i'm talking about the movie frenemies and it Star- is starring bella thorne and zendaya yeah the movie really wants wow. you to know that it stars bella thorne <laughs> and zendaya even though they're the least important characters to this story. they're the framing device And they're not even good at being the framing device. They're the big names that they got for Disney Channel movies. You know how you get, like, Bruce Willis for two minutes in a movie and advertise that he's there? Disney Channel gets Zendaya and uh, whoever else does the same thing. It's like when Bryan Cranston was in the the Godzilla American (laughs) reboot or whatever, and he was in for, like, the first 15 minutes of the movie, and then he dies. Right. And we were all like, oh... Uh, Mr. Breaking Bad. He was here for a minute. You know, fun story. He was on screen longer than Godzilla. Fun story about that movie. When I saw that, I really thought his death was going to be fake. Oh, and I watched the whole movie (laughs) waiting for him to come back. The credits roll, and you're like, oh, but the post credits. (laughs) (laughs) Then Nick Fury comes to his dead body and recruits him into the Avengers. I'm assembling a kaiju fighting. Group. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so, Frenemies. This is a little different in that... Oh, hang on. Sorry, I just want to pause. Connor, have you seen Frenemies? No. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to check if he'd seen the movie. I haven't... have seen the movie? I don't know. He had a child and he wasn't born at 17. But this movie's like... You guys, I think, were in college when this came out. Well, were, were we really? Yeah, Zendaya's only like three years younger than us. Yeah. Really? I haven't seen Disney <laughs> Channel original movies since, like, my sister was in middle school and would watch Disney Channel. So, like, Zach Efron is kind of, ar- you know, a- around huh. the time that I would have caught any Disney Channel original movie. Gosh, I am but, okay. old. <laughs> Alright, so oh, that's... Okay, great. Glad that's... <laughs> so, Frenemies is a little different. This isn't... It's not just the story of two friends forgetting each other or whatever. It's three <laughs> mini-stories in one. It's like a... Yeah, the, instead of... like, uh, let, let me say, I, I don't know if we should wait. Maybe I should wait to... The, nah, I'm not gonna wait. The way the movie's constructed is it's 
like the movie's about an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and it's thirty minutes per story, basically, mm-hmm. more or less. Which means that it ha- each story has a beginning, middle, and end, and then at the end of that story, it's just concluded. Like, there's no like coming back to it. Those characters basically don't matter ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And the way they structured it made me think that maybe they initially intended these to be interwoven stories, but it was so incoherent in the edit <laughs> that they just put them together like chronological for one storyline and then the next one. Yeah, you, you can't do something like that for a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, yeah. like... It, I That's don't high have cinema. Confirma- yeah, I, I don't have confirmation <laughs> that they did. They were trying to do one of those like ensemble movies where they... You know, like, what's that holiday movie that... Uh, Love Actually. Yeah, Love Actually, where they have, like, a bunch of different plot lines that all mirror each other in a particular way. This movie wants to do that, I think. But they didn't have the courage to actually just do it, or the editing to make it work. So they just did one story, and then the, the, the moral of the story is supposedly the same mm-hmm. as the other two. But none of them have the same moral, really, at all. So is yeah. it at least, like, supposed to be the same characters? Yeah, so that is Well, same of... universe, not yeah, same they... characters. So most of these characters all go to the same high school. They go to the same high school as Zendaya and Bella Thorne. And the framing device is that Bella Thorne and Zendaya, they run a fashion blog together. And so in the first story they're like well before it even gets to the first story it just starts with them the framing device they're just talking to each other man we've been so good at being best friends (sighs) remember how we had a falling out that one time well we'll get to that later now let's remember this (laughs) i'm not even (laughs) bob i i want to have this exact conversation with you uh, next time we meet up. It <laughs> Bob, you've been my friend for a while, but do you remember that time remember we that had a th- real big falling out? Let's discuss <laughs> that in a bit. Yeah, Let's we've table got time it for, for later. that later. Okay. <laughs> I have someone else's story to tell first, and someone else's story to tell afterwards. <laughs> but then it's like, there are all sorts of best friends. This story we're about to tell, this person's best friend wasn't even a person. Now, now, so in case you're worried, no, he did not befriend a ghost. He didn't befriend an imaginary... No, it was was a dog. Dog, Dog, yeah. It's the dog. I do want to also say that the framing device, if it was like they were writing a blog about their school... Then it could kind of work as a framing device because it's like, we got permission from Jake to tell his story, and here it is on our website. Or if they even but this made is, it like a vlog. Or a vlog. But the framing device is, we're hearing two characters discussing something, but we're not seeing them on screen discussing it. It's just like voiceover. So I guess, like you said, these two are just apropos of nothing, having a conversation, telling... <laughs> No one a story? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I was thinking I... it would be like, hey, here are some, you know, situations. We're writing them up. But then you mentioned fashion blog. And I'm like, how? And yeah, I'm guessing the answer with... is not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It's not related at all. And okay. also, you know, when when usually when you have like a frame framing device, like somebody's telling the story of someone else, 
I always imagine it to be like either the narrator is telling me and we're supposed to be sitting across from them and they're telling me. Right. Or they're just thinking this and it's just whatever's going on inside their head. So the narrator mm-hmm. alone. But mm-hmm. when you've got two characters narrating the story, now I have to question where they are and why they're talking about this and like all that stuff. The one thing I, and this is really isn't credit because this is like at bottom what you can do. So the one thing I will say I did appreciate that I felt could have gone way wrong with this that I've seen other movies do is where they'll talk over each other. And like it's this whole thing where like we're finishing each other's sentences because we're just so in sync and great. And I was like, if you guys do that during this narration. <laughs> I'm going to quit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's that's barely a pro. So that's not, yeah, that's not really too much credit, but I will say I'm glad it didn't go that far. Okay, so now let's talk about the tale of Jake and Murray. Yeah, we're just going to go in the order that the movie presents them. Yeah, I considered going like least interesting to most but like honestly that's basically just sort of how this worked itself out yeah so jake is super genius guy he's waiting for a award to come from nasa yeah for molecular astrophysics astrophysics. outstanding work okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're i don't uh Uh, does he have a wacky parent Sword? Yeah, kind of. I I almost house? feel like oh, I can yeah. guess the characters that are included <laughs> in this. Yeah, she uh she, he does in fact have a wacky parent. Obviously, his mom because he's a son, so he has to have the opposite right. gender yeah, parent. That's right, true. that's just a Disney Channel rule. Oh my gosh! Now that I now I'm working that into like all three vignettes, and they follow it's, that. It all or, yeah yeah, or um, we don't see parents. And in, ca- in case you're worried, she doesn't have. She's like when we describe what she does, which is almost nothing in this short. Um, you might feel like oh, she didn't seem that wacky, but remember, she was a cast member on Mad TV before this, so oh. I think that basically ca- counts as her being a wacky parent. So her whole thing. I don't is, remember who she is. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I, I'm, not, on I'm not trying to like really dive into this. It's just like that was the first like Disney Channel character yeah. I imagined yeah. when I heard super smart kid. And it's yeah. like I'm half <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. yeah okay. No, here, her whole. Ca- the mom, all she's doing through this little thing is she's trying to paint the living room. And that's like her whole character. Yeah. She's just really into painting. <laughs> Yeah, the living room. And, yeah, okay, yeah. so Murray is the cutest dog. He's so sweet and smart. He go, he gets the mail, and he's he's the best character in this movie. He, like in the credits, I'll just say this: they didn't even have a blooper reel. They just had clips of Murray trying to do things and then doing the things. Well, yeah, and, he's like, a good dog. Yeah, he's a good He's a great dog. dog. And, like, there are scenes where they have him, like, pick up an object and move it somewhere else. And, like, because he's, a you know, for the plot of the movie, he needs to drop it in the trash or drop it in the toilet or whatever. And 
he doesn't always get it, but he's happy in his tails wagon. And I couldn't help but think like this movie's so bad that they would they they knew they had to put their names in the credits, so they didn't want you to pay attention to that. So they put videos of cute dogs instead. Uh, yeah, you know. Okay, so back to so Jake's going to school and he's in a science class. By the way, real quick, his name is Jake Logan, which is such a Disney Channel name. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Double first name, Jake Logan. Like, they couldn't decide whether his name should be Jake or Logan, so they went with both. Also, on the Wikipedia page for this movie, when they write Murray, just like every other actor in the movie, they put the dog's name, the real <laughs> actor dog's name, in parentheses, even though there's no link. Wow. It says Murray, and then in parentheses, Winston. Oh, Weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in case you wanted to look up the IMDb credits for the dog, yeah. Winston. Okay. So anyway, Jake, this is one thing too. So he's apparently supposed to be the super genius, but they don't even allude to him like skipping any grades or anything. So he's like, I don't know when he did this outstanding work. He's just like this mega genius and he's just going to go to regular science class. And the reason I say that is because he's in a science class and they get like some a project they have to do. It's really like, I, I think it's one of those things where you could just do, I guess, whatever you feel like. Um, because everyone sort of turns in something different, and yeah, like it I doesn't, know. it didn't seem to have a set assignment. We ne- like, you never had a science project like that ever, or a science assignment like that ever, right? Right. I mean, I never it, did. Yeah, it was never like literally just do what you want. Was this like yeah. a science fair type thing where people were making like? No, it was supposed to be for class. Volcanoes with baking soda and whatever. Okay. Yeah. No, this so, is this isn't for a fair. This is for a class. Okay. Like, He's he's getting graded on it. Yeah. Well, so I'll just say you know that Jake is smart, even if he's not skipping grades, because I mean he's getting an award from NASA. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. So then, but we know that he's definitely the smartest in his class because after this assignment is on uh, these two guys. By the way, it's the whole movie makes a big deal. Like Jake's only friend is Murray. But these two guys are literally his friend. He just doesn't get that they're his friends. So uh-huh. they come up to him and they're like, Jake, come on, let's work together on the project. And he's like, last time we worked together, I did all the work and you guys didn't do anything. And then... Hang on, how does that make them friends? Because I... They're not see. bullying him? I don't know. They're not... It's not that... It's not that, but as this go, Like, okay, so in this one instance... He's the smartest, and they do want to work with him on the project. Okay. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to keep mentioning them. And as this goes on, I think they're just his friends. They just, like, wanted help with their science project. Okay. But we'll, you guys can tell me if you disagree, but I think they're just his friends. I don't think his only friend is Murray. But then the beautiful... Julianne. Oh, Julianne. I was going to call her name from some other Disney show. Okay, but anyway, the beautiful Julianne walks up to him and says, Hi, Jake. Um, Can we work together on the project? And then he's like, Oh, I usually do them alone because people always just make me do everything because I'm smart. And she's like, I hate people who use people like literally like that. Preach. So <laughs> Preach it! <laughs> yeah. Shout it from the mountaintop. But the way that the Disney music in the background and the way that she's being way overly stilted and insists on like 
looking to the side every bit is so that the little kids at home know, wait a minute. She's, I don't uh, think she's he... suspicious. Anyone beautiful is to be uh, regarded with caution. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Like, the guy who plays Jake is Nick Robinson. He went on to be in, like, Jurassic World and Love, Simon. And, like, he's a pretty fine-looking guy or whatever. Like, he's, like, he's just... He's just a dude. But they make it, like, it's it's impossible that Julianne would ever be interested in him. Ever. When they both... If you if they were just walking down the hall, I don't think anyone. I think they're would. both conventionally attractive. He's he could have played his own bully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is, as is custom with Disney Channel. So then. By the way, was any of this plot unexpected to you so far? No, Jake okay. is a sure. Jake is a smart guy, and it's humorous that everyone else wants to it's... join his project group because they know he'll just do it all. Yeah. And they won't have to do anything. That's very relatable for some of us. It's a trope. It's also very relatable <laughs> yeah. for some of us. Oh my god. I That was like that all happened of your to high me school, in American yeah. go- not all the time, but yeah, okay. That happened to me all the time. So then so Julianne and him, they have like one study session, but red flag alert, she's not a big fan of Murray. Uh-oh. And, and Murray, oh, like, first, he comes up and he tries to play with her a little bit, and she's just like, hmm, dog. And then he's like, well, I don't much like that. So Murray's just, Murray's trying to protect his best friend, and he's trying to get all his little red flags going, but Jake is just not getting it. They end up going to... Sorry, can, hold, on, hold on. Yeah, can you say, like... The name, like, Murray and Jake, so I know what Murray's doing oh. and what Jake is doing. Oh, yeah, Murray is trying to, like, Murray's barking and, like, trying to, like, get on, like, get Can Julianne I try this? away. Can I try this? Okay. Jake and Julianne are sitting on the bed, I believe, and Jake is trying to get Julianne to study, and she's not really that into that, uh... And somehow the dog has oh. a much, much better read of this girl than Jake does. Yeah. Because okay. he's, like, completely oblivious to the fact that she's just trying to use him for his brain. And Murray's like, hey, man, you're better than that. You don't deserve right. this kind of other- abuse. But he's a dog, so he's saying that, like, woof, woof, yeah. bark, woof. Yeah. So the other thing I'll mention, though, is that also then a little bit later, Julian almost like immediately steps out to take a call. Mm. And then she's talking with her friends and they're like, oh, my gosh, you have to come to this sale that's happening right now. I can't. I'm working on my science project. I'm totally going to get this loser to do it all for me. And Murray's right there, and he growls at her. I know, I know. It sounds like she's improvising the plot of this movie. (laughs) I know. It does not sound like a real movie. You have to come on down to Macy's for the Macy's Day sale. No, but including the name Macy's makes it way too real. Yeah, we have to go down to Stacy's. Ah. They just said the sale. The sale. Yeah. Just yeah. the sale. Yeah. We can't know where it is. We don't even know what it is. What is it buying? It's just a sale. And this real generic Hey, store. I heard the sale's coming to town. You want to go? Holy the sale? <laughs> I so, can't wait. This is a once in a lifetime thing. 
Yeah, you know what they were? They were just real jazzed about Toyotathon. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so she really wants to hit the sale. Oh my god, is Murray... it Ram Trunk Month already? <laughs> <laughs> so Murray's now got like so he Jake. I had it on my couch. So Murray is just like being real fussy and jake is like okay well let's just go to the dog park and we could just think for a little bit we could talk about the project and like play for a little bit and he'll be he'll be doing his thing yeah Yeah. so that's the plan they go there and then um jake is like oh why don't you throw a ball and he (laughs) said julianne and then she throws it but she throws it like super far away so he could just marie could just get lost (laughs) literally in fact, Murray ends up getting lost, and he meets a character who won't really matter till a little later, Savannah. And she won't matter almost at all, <laughs> even in her own arc. That's true too. But anyway, then while Jake and Julianne are sitting down, she says, "Jake, I can't work with you anymore. <laughs> My feelings are just too strong. I won't be able to control myself around you." What? and then because this is the thing because she prefaced it with like i think you need to do it all he's like what you're just gonna ditch like you just said you don't you don't like people who just uh no but but it's not that it's because you're too irresistible i can't control myself around you and then he's like oh and then like so now they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Which okay, so oh. like you're you might be like you might be a little confused. I was certainly confused because as far as ruses go, this isn't one. Yeah, right. Because like she was trying to trick him into doing the work, but now she's actually dating him. Yeah, it's yeah. not that like she wanted them to go to his bedroom to, you know, do the work or whatever because she actually wanted to, like, you know, jump his bones or whatever. Right. It's that, She's like, not actually interested in it. It's that, yeah, it's the other way around. They just, like, just went wherever or whatever, and she was intending to just, like, sit there and do nothing, but she fell in love with him. But no, I don't, uh, I think she's still lying, is the thing. No. She's still not interested in him. But in what way is it a... Like, you're just putting yourself through the problem of dating some guy you don't want to date. You didn't have to do that. He was doing all the work already. Yeah. I guess let's see how this plays out. But now now she doesn't have to be present because... Well, but now she kind of... She She doesn't have to be present for the project. Now she has to be present for everything else because they're dating. But no, that's the thing, though. That's what made it... She messed herself up. So she was saying... She, like... I don't know what she was thinking, because, like, really. So she was saying, Jake, I need to go. I cannot help you with this project because I can't control myself around you. He says, I like you, too. Let's go out. But she was saying she needs to leave because you could, you would never want to date me. And then he's like, no, I would, so just stay here. So she can't but even leave. But it's, like, insane. <laughs> she, she, like, she was trying she to use her sex appeal to get him... To do the project, but then she's arguing you wouldn't want to date me. Of course he wants to date you. That's why he's doing the project. Whoa. It doesn't make any sense at all. Maybe she's her own frenemy. And see, like, like, uh, now this is actually why, this is part of why I think they meant for this to be like, 
interwoven stories, because I actually think this would make more sense if we did if we saw other stories going on simultaneously. Not because those other stories would give context, but because we would have more time to forget why <laughs> she got into this situation mm. in the first place, and so maybe our dumb lizard brains wouldn't realize that it doesn't make any sense, right. and we would just roll with it. Yeah. But because it's like, we just saw her slagging him off on the phone, <laughs> and then immediately they go on a walk, and now she's like, trying to become his girlfriend? I don't... It doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't accomplish any of her goals either. Because she's not any closer to getting an A. And she's also, like, she was trying to do this... Like, Just to get the A, and then she would bounce and go date some guy who's gonna, I don't know, rail her or whatever. <laughs> so then, okay, so then that happens. But then Murray comes, Murray runs into Savannah, and then they come in. And she's, and Savannah is a good girl. She likes skateboarding, and she loves Murray. And Murray ends up skating back to Jake. And he's like, you got, you, what Murray ends up skating back to Jake. Oh, wait, wait, are you being serious? Yes. Yeah, I'm being serious. Again, she's not improvising the plot of this film. <laughs> I I, know I, I did kind of think maybe it was a slip of the tongue, and I, I wasn't going to, like, correct you. Right, no. no. He skates back. He's on the skate. He's a talented he... dog. <laughs> Winston yeah. is an absolute show dog, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, that's just true. But I then... hope he's still doing stuff. Oh, Winston. He's so cute. Okay. So then... Um, Savannah comes and she's just a cool girl and Jake is like, oh wow, you're a cool girl. And he's like immediately super into her and like they're having like an actual conversation about Murray because he cares about Murray. And then Julianne is like, well, this won't do. We're leaving. And she's like really rude and leaves. And then Savannah's like, um, okay. <laughs> and then just goes home, and it's like, whatever. Why did that happen? Who cares? Yeah, okay. so then, uh, the next day, Jake tries to look cool, and he puts on, like, this weird leather jacket, and, like, his mom's scarf, and it's like, haha, that's your mom's scarf, or whatever. And then he goes uh. in, and now, remember... <laughs> Okay. But this is Im- this Trust is- me, he looks really cool. This is important, though, because remember how Bella and Zendaya were in this movie? Well, oh, yeah. They're coming here. Here they are in they- the plot. And they're like, ew, this is a fashion catastrophe. And, like, they do teamwork, they rip it off, the scarf, and then they untuck his tuck and flip his collar up. And, like, he basically looks the same, just doesn't have the scarf on anymore. Also, but it took can, can we just pause real quick? Connor, if you dressed in a way that you were like actually like you were like, I'm putting effort into this outfit. I wanna look good for my peers. You come to school and then two girls literally <laughs> dress you down by pulling clothes off your body and like changing you up. <laughs> Is there anything you would like I can't think of a better reason to run home crying. I, yeah, I'd be like, why? <laughs> like, I, but, <laughs> I can't wait. imagine what kind of internal anguish would come from doing that so, in real life. So you're telling me that, <laughs> that 
uh, Zendaya and whoever I keep forgetting the other Bella person. Thorne, yeah. Bella Thorne. Their role in these stories, they're not going to show up because of whatever conflict is actually going on. They're going to show up because someone's having a fashion crisis and they're going to fix that person's outfit. Yeah, yeah no, I feel, what I will say what? is that their roles throughout this movie change, and this was the only hook but are in never, this plot that they had. But are never, like, good enough to so, have these two be the framing device. So story two is just about them. They're, right. so oh, they're, okay. Okay. they're the main characters yeah. of story two, okay. and then yeah, story I one, jumped this is the only hook of them in. But and then story three, I think they the, briefly show up. Maybe. They do. Well, we'll get there. Okay, I, that was just ridiculous. Yeah, why are no, they yeah. here only to change an outfit? Okay, and for some and he reason, takes it really well. Yeah, no, he's cool with it because he was just like, oh, I saw it in a magazine, and she was like, then the day was like in the dentist office. Those are never up to date, and he was like, oh, he just, you know, I will say he just was like, oh, well, actually, this was very helpful. Thank you, ladies. I'm trying to look good for my girlfriend. He and took, they're like, I mean, he takes it. And then I, I'll, let me tell you a sad story. Real short story. <laughs> when I was working, do you remember, Connor, I worked in, I don't want to give away, uh, well, I mean, I, yeah, I worked in an aviation division. Yeah. Um, and I came into work and my shirt was blue and my tie was slightly a different, like a slightly greener shade uh, than the thing. And someone walked up to me and lifted my tie off my chest and said, wow, it doesn't even match, and then dropped it back on my chest. I went to the bathroom and just cried. <laughs> like, I took off my tie and put it in my pocket, and then I cried in the bathroom for, like, 30 minutes. I was a terrible employee. The alternative was I was going to be checking Twitter in the bathroom for 30 minutes. But the uh, but I cried in the bathroom for 30 minutes and came back and then pretended to do work for the rest of the day. And, like... <sighs> That was just one comment. These two girls in high school just like changed his whole outfit. Yeah. Wow. It was rude. Um, by the way, just so it's clear, pretending to do work was all I did at that job. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want it to seem like she ruined a day's worth of work. That work was never getting done. Okay. Yeah. So now this, but this, remember the two guys who wanted to do the project with him, they show up again and they're like, hey, wow, like you look good. And he's like, yeah, it's for Julianne. And they're like, whoa, you're dating Julianne? That's like awesome. And so that's why I feel like they do like him. It's not just for the science project because they're like just top. They're okay. Because like, and then we'll also see them later and they're in the corner doing something. It looks awful. I definitely think. It, they need guidance. They do need guidance. I don't. I don't even really feel like they were opposed to doing work. They just kind of need to be like wind up dolls. Yeah, like let's. They're just holding sorry. two strainers. No, let's like like let's think of Disney Channel high school stereotypes. These two yeah. guys could either be like bullies, or they could be like the you know two friends who are are, are also kind of outcasty if the main guy is mm-hmm. kind of outcasty like one could be a yeah. super nerd or something it sounds like these two are just there and that's yeah. weird <laughs> yeah no you're right they're not they don't really fall into a trope they're just two classmates who for who have taken an interest in Jake and like talking to him and he has been burned too many times. He refuses to trust them. 
That's um, fair, honestly. Yeah. So there's that. So anyway, they're just like rooting for him. Here's now it's getting a little. So Jake, in between this, Jake's thing came in the mail. His, Julian, his award from NASA. Right. And Julianne is working with him again, but she sent a letter in the morning, and Murray, the dog, smelled Julianne's perfume on the letter and went to throw it in the trash. Because he... It smelled like her. Yeah. So. Because oh Murray's God. a really good dog, and he understands both the concepts. Why did she send a Julianne's, letter? I don't know. Is this the like, 18th century? <laughs> it was like a... Dearest like a Jake. Little, it envelopes that come with flowers but she just like shoved like she just mailed it to I don't know okay and she also spritzed it with her perfume yeah so or wears enough that it just comes off yeah (laughs) either way the dog understands the concept of trash and I appreciate that yeah so then he's like oh no why did he I whatever he's like that was from Julianne what's with you Murray you're not being like yourself and does it like Whatever. And then that's fine. Him and Julianne are trying to work on the project again. And Murray keeps, like, sitting in chairs and won't let Julianne sit down. He's really <laughs> trying to make... he, As far as dogs go, I don't think he could be any clearer that he wants this woman out of his I home. I mean, couldn't he kill her? Wouldn't that be a clearer sign he doesn't <laughs> yeah, like her? I, well, he doesn't... He knows... He's not violent. Yeah, okay. He's not a right. rotem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she barked a bit. <laughs> anyway. Barked a bit? She killed two other dogs. Oh, yeah. She killed two dogs and bit a bunch of people. Anyway, so now um, the next Julianne <laughs> is so evil. She's concocted a scheme. She's like, okay, Murray doesn't like how I smell, so I'm going to spritz Jake's big old NASA award with my perfume. So then Murray gets a whip and immediately he takes it and, and he, he scurries. Not off. the trash isn't enough this time because he could get it. This time he hurries to the bathroom and then Jake's like, "Wait, what are you doing? Whoa, wait, whoa, stop!" And he well, tries. The two the the mom is just watching. She's not saying anything. <laughs> The son is going, Murray, what are you doing? That's my award. Murray, stop. But he's not moving. He's saying yeah. this, but he's not moving. I don't know if you've owned a dog. Did Indy ever pick up anything you didn't want her to have? Ever? Yeah. Stuff so did off you the ever, floor. So what did you, did you A, stand <laughs> at a distance and say things to her, or B, take it from her? Yeah, I'd just reach out and I'd go like, no, Indy, no! No, Indy, please, no! No! And then she would do what she will. <laughs> oh, Indy, As you good. describe what happens here, this is the clip you sent me, so are you yeah. going to like put it on screen or something? Yeah, I'll put, yeah we'll put okay. the clip on later. Because this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I this is I think this is the best scene in the world. And this is when I knew I had to tell everybody about this movie. <laughs> Cause he, he he runs and he drops the thing in the toilet, and then the boy has the most dramatic speech for the dog, and I don't even want to summarize it. Yeah, I, I, we'll just, just, just put the clip here. Yeah, okay. One's for you, Docco. 
Hey, Murray, what have you got there? Wait. That's my... Murray, no! No! Why would Murray do that? This is the worst thing you've ever done. You're the worst dog. I hate you. Get out of here! Get out! So he just goes off on his dog. <laughs> he just broke. He literally just broke up with his dog. Murray just <laughs> runs broke away. Broke up with his dog. He did. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But then here's the thing. Okay. Like. Now, I understand that Murray is just Jake's dog and really talented, but I gotta say, I'm a little confused at Mom's next few actions here, because she comes and she's like, man, why would Murray be like that? Mind you, Murray has left the house. Oh. Packed up his little doggy suitcase and walked to the bus stop. He's got his sunglasses on and he's like, I'm out of here. He's got a little tote. Yeah. He's gone. And she's just like, now friends fight. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> she's, she's describing it like this happened between two now, humans. Now, when one of them you could call animal control on if you wanted to. Yeah. And like, that's the other thing too. Like, he's not even ready. He just like leaves. And now you both have actually owned dogs. Mm-hmm. If you ever broke up with your dog to the point that they needed to leave. With the rest I would of demand the, that the dog give me the house key back with that the, we gave them. Yeah. Would the rest of the family just stand by and be like, man, I hope those two work it out? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's okay. If, you and Murray just need some space. If anything, if anything, I, I think if I shouted at my dog, my mom or dad or brother or anyone else nearby would probably be comforting the dog because, like... Unlike Murray, the incredibly talented... Winston, let's be real, the incredibly talented dog. Uh, my dog never would have really understood what he did wrong. <laughs> and in this case, Murray doesn't understand what he did wrong. So instead, she just lets him run away and be sad. <laughs> and goes, like, better intellectualize this exercise like, with, with my son. Like, I don't know if this is, like, rude, but, like, dogs are basically, like, the same, even like as talented as they are, or as smart as they are, they're basically like a small child. Oh yeah, right. So like, I was so ready to call what you said rude, but that is true. Yeah, okay. they're basically small children. Yeah. Okay, so like this, like five year old, we'll say, is just leaving the yeah, house. Yeah, like if you after- yell at a baby <laughs> yeah. and then they run away, <laughs> we're just cool. You don't it. just go like, oh well, friends will be friends. You wake up, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but luckily. Mom has this piece of wisdom, though. Oh, yeah. She does say, he says, like, oh, we were, uh, like, I think she says, we were best, you were best friends. And then he says, now we're enemies, which is not the right attitude to, <sighs> towards pet ownership, by the way. You should never be enemies of your pet. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't think I needed to say that. But, I thought but, this was going to be a sweet story of, like, 
how you know a boy and his dog can you know I, I don't Overcome know the, the dog can always be there even when you know humans at high school are you know mean and whatever. Mean but too. this is darted weird. What he broke up with his dog. Yeah, he broke up with his dog. And she says, she says like, oh, you guys are best friends. And he's like, yeah, and now we're enemies. And then she says, frenemies. <laughs> yeah, that is important. That's, oh. <laughs> that's important. I am glad that you Yeah, I just thought it that. was important that you know when the title drop happens in the first third of the movie, and it's really, really forced. <laughs> so forced. Because it's like, you can't really... I mean, like, the concept of frenemies... Like, let's be real. The concept of actually being frenemies with someone is sort of relatable, where you act friendly towards them, but both of you hate each other, and, like, we all maybe... Well, I can't even say that we've all done this, because not everybody has had a frenemy, but we've all known people that we're cordial to, but, like, we don't really like them, and, like, that's kind of the idea of a frenemy encapsulated. You can't have that relationship with a dog! No. Yeah. The, like a dog can't feel that way towards you. It either likes you or it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't like the dog did something that you didn't understand and didn't like, so you yelled at it and it ran off. That does not make you frenemies. What? That doesn't make you. Yeah. Like that makes you a bad dog owner. <laughs> yeah, that's all it makes you. It makes you bad at dog discipline. <laughs> So, okay, but now, luckily, Marie's found better companionship with Savannah because she runs into him and is like, oh, man, Jake must be worried sick about you. I'm going to take you home until I can somehow get in contact with him. Then we have this moment that it's like, okay, that's a little weird. (laughs) Marie finds her yearbook has a heart circled around Jake's picture. So even though, as far as we knew, they just met at the dog park, like, the other day, I, if the implication isn't that, like, after that day at the park she got a crush on him, she's had a crush on him yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, and also like... now Murray, Murray, not only does he understand the concept of trash, he understands the concept of toilets and how flushing something down the toilet would be more permanent than throwing it in the trash, which is itself a crazy complicated idea for a dog. But now he understands the symbolism of the heart shape and how a yearbook works and how that he now I'm, ships them. The, yeah, the, yeah, he de- he for sure does ship them. The one thing I will He's say- a dog. <laughs> the one thing I will say is I guess you could someone who's a fan of this movie could argue that she was just projecting these thoughts onto Murray because they did that thing where like he somehow, looks at her and then she's she's like what I don't like Jake <laughs> well maybe uh, I like him a little okay <laughs> that this whole... is a Disney movie okay whatever now we <laughs> Now we go back to school, and Julianne is at the lunch, which is, I don't know, this isn't really a dig, but it just seems kind of unrealistic that she'd eat cafeteria food. Just nothing about her vibe says that to me. But whatever, she's getting lunch at the cafeteria. So I'm just thinking about that lunch description from UB147. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then um, this other kid comes, and he's like, 
oh yes i did your i forget what book it is but he's like i did your report for you and i argue that this nuance and this like something and she's like oh wow that's so wordy thanks and she gives him a kiss on the cheek and then savannah happens to be in the line and she's like she has two boyfriends and then she follows her some more and then there's like a math guy giving her some homework like yeah so like if you still want we can like go over those quadratic equations that's what i have you for sweetie and then kiss all the cheeks she's like three boyfriends what's this girl up to that, did you hear what Connor just oh, did? Yeah, yeah. He was just going, mm, because he's now understanding yeah, the depth she, of this plot. Yeah, she's <laughs> playing everyone. This is evil. <laughs> now awful. we get it. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yeah. But then the boys, um, the friends of Jake, they saw... Uh, Murray at one point. Is that no, Murray? No, they didn't see Murray. But, like, I think... Gosh. This is where it gets a little confusing for me. But they know... They're like... Yeah, no. They talked to Savannah because she was looking for Jake because she wanted to let... Get the science him, project. No. Savannah want, talked to the boy. Oh, right. She's looking for Jake because she wants to get Murray back to him. And then the guys are like, oh, yeah, Murray. Like, Jake's all about Murray. So then they go to talk to Jake, and then Jake is like, no, Murray's dead to me, basically. Yeah. Is, they're like, that's not you, Jake. What's going on? How come the mom didn't have anything to say to him about his extreme attitude towards his dog? Yeah, like, I, yeah, it's your award from NASA, but, like, come on. Who does that? Who says, like, no, my dog is dead to me now? Like, you think that you can't call NASA and ask them to send a second one? The other thing, too... Like, they they have it on file. It's not like they forgot. This mom is, like, really passive. And, like, on one hand, like, I understand, like, you want your teen to do their thing. But, like... Their thing shouldn't be hating their dog. yeah, Yeah, like, you gotta intervene sometimes. This thing is insane. Yeah, so then, um... By thing, you mean son, right? Uh, the son's thing that he's doing. Oh, that too, yeah. So then, um, the friends are talking to Jake in the science room. The project's all done, and Julianne comes in to collect it. For some reason, all her projects are due today. Mm -hmm. And she's doing it, and then Jake... Realize for some reason, all of a sudden now Jake puts it together. Savannah exposes her. Well, not the that part, but he smells his NASA thing, and he's like, "It smells like you made it smell like you because you knew that Murray would try to get rid of it. You set up my dog." <laughs> and then, oh. and then, and then, <laughs> This sounds really stupid, and it is really it's stupid. Really it's hard. in the movie, and I just want to read from the Wikipedia. It doesn't. It, this is. It's so stupid. The Wikipedia doesn't even mention the actual reason. They just say, "But when he discovers Julianne's scheme, Jake refuses to give her the project," <laughs> which is accurate. Does not get at the heart of what's so stupid about this. <laughs> so then, the, then Julianne's like, "What? Why would I do that?" And then. Oh, sorry, real quick, I just want to say, looking back at the Wikipedia page one more time, uh, when Jake tell when Murray runs away, it's not just because Murray 
uh, is sad. It's also because Jake yells at him and commands him to go away. Yeah. And then he does. Yeah, he says, you're the worst dog, get out of here. And Murray fully understands that is not just permission, <laughs> but an, an, a demand that you yeah. run away from home. Yeah. Like, you have you ever, did you ever have your parents mad at you and they say, get out of my sight? And then you you were like, I know, okay, fine, I'll pack up the, I'll get the stick and bindle, I'm getting out of uh, here. Like, I'm moving out. Along those lines, you know. Yeah. Okay. And they instantly, when they're like, I'm glad you understood. Thank you for leaving. <laughs> so then. We're enemies. <laughs> then Savannah has her big reveal with these other guys. And then. She's Julianne, like, look, all her other boyfriends. And then Julia's like, oh, sweetie, dumpling. Or like, whatever. They're like, you can find someone else to do your homework now, toots. Or whatever they say. <laughs> and then she's like, well, the science project is mine. And then the guys, who I definitely feel are for sure his friends at least now, they're like, what are you doing, Jake? That's a great project. That like, nobody knows what it does. But then she's like, I'm going to take it. And then he's like, you know what? I don't even care because I'd ra- I lost my best friend because of you. And I'm like, no, you didn't, actually. You, you can recover the relationship <laughs> with a dog pretty easily. Real quick. Yeah. She's holding the project. And Jake is standing there like, I don't even care. Whatever. You made me lose my best friend. Speak of the devil. In storms Murray, who knocks her over and destroys the project at the same time. Why is the dog at school? No idea. (laughs) I have no idea. He's there. He destroys the project and everyone cheers. Hooray! Down with false idols! What? And that's the end of the first story. Was there there any teacher in the room or any authority (laughs) who would have heard this entire thing go on and say, Julia, it sounds like that's not your project. (laughs) No! I don't even think we saw a teacher when they were getting assigned the project. Was there a single possibility (laughs) that Julia could have gotten away with this if Murray didn't show up and do something? I mean, I mean, I feel apparently, like apparently yes, there was lots of possibility because <sighs> Jake was just apparently gonna take the F. Like that's another thing I don't fully get. Like, and also I feel like I don't even think I wonder if he would have even gotten an F because like if he had just been like, I'm not doing anything else for you again, and then she'd be like, okay, but like I'll keep. Both our names are on this. We worked together on this, and now we both get an A. But, like, he could easily just be like, Julianne, answer one question about this thing you didn't make. Which I don't know why that doesn't happen for any of her classes. Because she didn't listen to that guy. Yeah, she doesn't do shit. That guy tried to explain what her English report was about. She blew him off. She didn't, she's made, I don't know how she got this far. She's like, refuses to learn. I mean, it also sounds like this happened in front of a bunch of other people (laughs) who could Uh go tell the science teacher, like, hey, Julie's trying to steal Jake's project. Yeah, I, uh, sorry, Mrs. Whatever. I don't have a science project to deliver uh, because uh, Julianne tried to steal it from me. And I know that's a big accusation, but I've got four friends and a dog to testify to it. (laughs) Yeah, the only thing I worry about, though, is now he has to make... Because now, even though he has all these people to attest to what happened, if he doesn't want an F, he's going to have to make it again because Murray broke the thing. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm just... He's, He's brilliant. 
No, I know. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't, He could like... probably test out of the class if he wanted to. That's true, too. Molecular astrophysics. Molecular astrophysics, I don't think, is even a field. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what, what, what that would be. What would you do in molecular... Like, the most you can do about stars that are too far away to access in any way is maybe figure out what they're made of. But we've already got that on lock. Like, the science yeah. on that is in. Yeah. So I don't know what new breakthroughs he's got. <sighs> well, anyway, that's the end of the first third of the movie. Uh, and so you might be like, oh no, this video is going to be too long. And it probably still will be. But at least the second section is really stupid. Oh, I just... Well, okay, I just googled what... Don't it, worry about it. Okay, it didn't make any sense to me. It's okay. Just tell us about the second part of the movie. Okay, so this is Bella and Zendaya's big thing that they did. Which were I they was, famous before this movie? This was like during the big, like this. They were during them exploding. Yeah, like Shake It Up was going on. They had their music videos, and then this movie. This was like their part beginnings. So like they were the biggest stars of this movie, but like not really. By the way, small thing on the. Uh, the, the what's it called the the posters and, and cover of the movie Frenemies I really feel like they washed out Zendaya's skin color she looks almost white passing it, it, but then in the movie they don't do that thank god but like it just seems I don't know to me that's what it looked like they were doing I feel like it might be just like the highlights or something I don't know they don't really I don't know to those sorts of things. they didn't keep her natural skin tone, which I find very strange. I'm gonna leave that there. Okay. Um, so then, they're doing their fashion blog, and basically nobody reads it until now, because they do this thing, which I, I don't know if this is a something you can do, but I guess they have it hooked up, that they can, like, see how many pings their blog is getting all over the country. Yeah, I mean, you see yeah. where people are accessing Okay, yeah. so they're doing that, and now it's, like, they have, like, a few in their area, but then they have one in New York or something, and then they immediately get a call, at, and they immediately get a call, and it's the CEO of Geeky Chic. And she Geekly wants, Chic. Geekly Chic, okay. No. What? It's a magazine. In New York, a fashion magazine, and it's gonna their 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 blog is great and needs to be highlighted by this world so, famous magazine. Can I just say okay. real quick though, if I was a teen girl and I was hosting a, a blog and then I got a random ping from someone far away from me and then I got a call from a stranger saying that they wanted to meet with me. Uh, that's just a predator. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. that's literally a predator. So, like, ugh. Uh, yeah, it, it seems kind of weird that they could see, like, they saw that there a was map and, one yeah. view, one ping from all the way over in New York, and then, like, just very coincidentally got a call from the yeah. pinger in New York. You're, yeah. I mean, nah, that's very yeah. sus. That's Either way, true. yeah, no, oh, they yeah. created Geekly Chic. Oh, yeah, they created Geekly Chic, but the publishing company, whatever. She wants them, and they go to do this interview. And 
she's with, like yeah. she's like okay great this publishing whatever we need a young voice and geekly chic is it is geekly so, chic like a pun or something i don't get it but it sounds like it, it should just be rhymes like, slightly okay that's that's it that's why they it sucks i hate it I'm it assuming, sounds like i'm missing the joke yeah i agree yeah i don't know i think but then they also make it that zendaya is kind of like the nerdy analytical one and then Bella Thorne's the wild, fashiony one. So it might be like she's one of us the geek and one of us is the chic. I don't know. I It doesn't Yeah, no, I agree. It does sound like you're missing thing, the joke. The other thing I'd like to bring up is that Bella Thorne's character, and this I feel is very Disney Channel y. Her name in this movie is Avalon Green. Okay. And the name is Hallie Brandon. These are... Okay. Uh, I just hate Disney Channel names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so the... But here's the problem. It sounds like all their dreams are coming true, right? But the boss assumes that one of them is the sec... Must be the secretary. Because whatever, yeah. partners have never been a thing before in having what? a website. Right. And she's like, it can only be one of you. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like, on the Insetic channel, I'm your sidekick. And, like, in True Bloods, I'm your sidekick. And then, like, right. in, uh, in Living Together, I was your sidekick. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, two people have never worked on a thing together in an equal, in equal measure. <laughs> yeah. No one's, no one's ever done that before. <laughs> so then, um, the solution is... Also, Whoever... in this marriage, I'm her sidekick. Just kidding. Whoa. No, you're my hench husband. Oh, that's right. She wants me to be her henchman, but also her husband, so her hench husband. Yeah. I'm okay Dang. with that. Dang. Yeah. That's know. hashtag goals. Uh-huh. Tweet about it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to continue now. So, the solution is, whoever brings the hottest story can get the whole website. Which I'm like, okay, but like, they have, I guess if they sign over the rights, then you can sign it back to one of them. But right now, it's both of theirs. So, you can't. Yeah, you don't get to decide who gets to own Geekly Chic. You haven't (laughs) bought them yet. So... I don't know. Yeah, you're also, like, oh, who's the actual owner? Ah, oh, whatever. You two compete versus each other, and whoever gives me the best story, I'll make you the owner. That's literally it, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's what the plot of this segment is. Oh, wait. You know what's weird, though? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and they're saying, but decides to only let one of them be the senior editor because she believes that the quality of writing will be better. Yeah. But what's weird about that is like, and then, but now that kind of is weird because, like, they make it clear that Avalon doesn't care that much about the writing. She just likes finding the stories. So, wouldn't that yeah. just make Zendaya the senior editor anyway? That's Zendaya's argument. But the other person doesn't get to be employed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, I thought right, like Zendaya gets to be employed as the head writer in this scenario, and then what? Bellathorn does what she does in real life and spirals out. Anyway, so, I don't know. 
So then, okay. A little so, bit of light commentary there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they find out that there's going to be this French singer named Jean Franck. So they're both trying Jean to. Jean Franck? Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Jean Franck. Okay. So they. So they want to interview him after his first American sold out concert. And then they're fighting each other. Over who's going to interview him. And like, I'm leaving a lot of details out because they weren't nearly as interesting as the first. Sorry, I'm looking back at this summary and realizing there are so many elements of like, they could have been preyed on so easily so many times Mm -hmm. in this one story. What else are you noticing? Well, I'm just, I mean, skipping ahead a little bit. So one of them starts to text Jean Franck. Right. And being like, hey, I run this thing. I'm a teenage girl. Have your way with me, is basically what she says. <laughs> no. What she's trying to say is, can I interview you? And he's like, oh, yeah, come to my dressing room. Which is, like, not a good look for... <sighs> Jean Franck, like you're putting that in text, like, and also you're doing that, like, uh, and then, yeah, but, but then, then the they, other one, she's actually, I believe it's uh, Bella Thorne impersonating Zendaya. Well, right, or is it the other way around? It's the other way around what? because this guy who also has a blog at their school, um, he reviews all the websites that students run at their school. So if you Can have- you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine the amount of clout you would have oh at your school if your reputation was you review other students' websites and personal projects. Yeah. Uh, the I, amount I, of clout absolutely none. I want they- Hold on. I am a little confused again. So uh-huh. The blog these two run, that I've already forgotten the name of, um, it's just a small blog that it sounds like no one cares about, aside from this exec in New York. So how the hell are they pulling this interview with this guy who sold out, like, his first American tour? This is why I think he seems like a predator! So, yeah, so here's the thing. He got a text from a teenage girl with a failing fashion blog, and he said, come on in! Like, that's like if I went to a sold-out concert, and I was just like, hey, I want to get an exclusive interview with you guys. They'd be like, who are you? Yeah, I have a couple of trending Google reviews. Can I get an interview? So, here's the thing. So, this guy... So, earlier, they're really stoked about Geekly Chic. They have little business cards and a booth for some reason. They don't even have an audience. No. Why do they have a booth? (laughs) But they are going to offer their fashion advice, and hopefully they can post the results on their blog. But then someone's like, your website is irrelevant because, I don't know, Neville or whatever didn't review it. And then they're like, oh, man. And, like, they also have, like, an ongoing rivalry with this. Like, I'll just, he's just a wannabe Neville for my Carly, really. But anyway, it turns out that he, once Zendaya and Bella Thorne have their falling out, Neville approaches Bella Thorne and is like, so I heard about your little predicament. Turns out that I know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who can get you the number. I believe it's like a dry cleaning deal or whatever. But either way, gets that's how gets Bella the Thorne phone gets for the end. Jean Franck. And then... Oh, why okay. he's doing this, I don't he's know. He's into Bellathorn. Oh, so he's also a predator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
God. Holy cow! There's so many... How did I not see this the first time I watched the movie? <laughs> I mean, they're the same age. He's just, uh, he's just helping. That's still... He's just helping her career in exchange for sexual favors. Okay. Yeah, that... <sighs> okay, well, when you... When you phrase, when you phrase it the way it is, it <laughs> sounds bad. Yes. So then... They have, also, they do this other classic Disney channel that you cannot be best friends if you don't live right next door to each other. Yes, And your bedrooms need to be right across from each other so you can oh. open the window and have those conversations. I mean, Connor, you remember when we lived together, the only reason we did was so that we could stick our heads out of our bedroom windows right. and shout outside at each other. Yeah, yeah. Because like, our rooms were, I mean, we could have just... Stepped. I could have stepped into his room, but I stuck my head out the window, and I was like, "Hey, you dick!" Like, no, you man, know. our doors are always closed. Yeah, closed. <laughs> we had food tra- passing in through the windows too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the kitchen. When yeah. we came in, uh, the kitchen was spotless, and then when we left, the only difference the realtors found were spider webs. Oh, oh untouched. Sna- oh, snap! Did my food delivery arrive? Hey, Bob, can you uh, pass that over for me? Yeah, yeah. well, it, oh, they put it through my window again. Ugh. <laughs> All right, get ready to catch. So then um, they're meeting with this guy, and then the big... Jean-Franc? Jean-Franc. Right. Along the way, they've tried sabotaging each other. It's like this whole... It's not interesting or fun at all. Like, literally, a like, you know, like, on Tom and Jerry, how, like, they'll be, he'll be chasing Jerry, but then someone else is chasing him, and then, like, one trips and then gets ahead. Just picture that instead, and that's what's happening. It's more amusing, certainly. Yeah, so anyway. They, they go up, in, Jean-Franc they, is like, ah, uh, I can't be a predator to two women at the same time. <laughs> sorry, two girls at the same time. Oh, this is too frustrating for me. The big reveal is that Jean-Franc isn't actually French. He's just some guy from New Jersey. Yeah, and real quick, I just want to say his what? character's name is Johnny Frankowski. Oh, okay. So, I Bad. guess he changed his name so that people wouldn't know his name was Frankowski, How... which has... Uh, which has some slight uh, has a slight ring of weirdness to me, but I. Mm, How okay. has he fooled the entire world? Uh, whatever. Well, I, I mean, so then I don't know. <laughs> I can think yeah. of a joke. Yeah. So then they end up going halvesies on the article, and then the big career woman is like. You'll never make it in this town if you insist on having a friend. And then, <laughs> and then so I'm not hiring either of you. And they go, no, oh well. And then they look online at their global traffic, and because they got that exclusive hit about Johnny Frankowski, which, by the way, why would he give them permission to publish that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they get that. That's they've got the exclusive scoop, so they're blowing up anyway. They don't even need this big New York thing, and I don't know why their parents let them fly out to New York just to say no. <laughs> <sighs> you could have done that over the phone. Yeah, I don't know, make an impact or whatever. You could just not show up for the follow up. 
Uh, yeah. Well, they wanted to make an impact. Yeah. Now their blog is a global hit, and they're friends. So that's the end of their plot. Thanks. Now I'm going to talk about the third and final story of Savannah, skater girl from earlier. She's going to get her own frenemy tea. Oh, nice. But... <sighs> The other, By the way, the word I, frenemy I don't think was actually used in the second part. Okay, I was or, wondering, were they going to title drop it in all three parts? <laughs> no, I don't think they title drop it in either of the other two parts. Um, I think and, during the framing device they might have. I believe at some point, I don't remember for which part, but at some point in the narration... Like Zendaya's, like oh wow, like another case of frenemies. Yeah, they probably. Like I that. mean, at some point they must define the term, right? So they probably drop it then. Maybe, but anyway, so this one I'll just preface as far as the framing device goes. I guess it must have dawned on them. Hmm, they really did not matter in the first one, and the second part that was about them was pretty boring. But, like, we gotta make use of Zendaya and Bella Thorne. So we're just gonna really force their way into this one yeah. too much. This one has nothing to do with them, but okay. they are still around. So, right. Savannah is a normal uh, girl. She only has a dad and some brothers. A normal Disney Channel girl. Yeah, a normal Disney Channel girl. She has a crush on jake but she gets tongue-tied when she's around him she showed off her guns and she's like oh boys don't want to see guns and then not firearms like her right yeah these guns yeah yeah she does silly things like that it would be wild if she showed off firearms (laughs) (laughs) hey jake you want to look at this and she pulls out her backpack there's like a mac 10 in there she's like huh (laughs) you think that's cool you should come back to my house i got more (laughs) What? Yeah. Savannah, what? My dog's been the night at your house. Yeah, he, well, I mean, he fired a couple rounds. I mean. Don't worry, we put headphones on him, okay? He's a really talented dog. Such a good dog. Yeah. <laughs> Such best. a good boy. And then later we're introduced. Every t- after he picks up and puts down the gun, he always makes sure there's a safety's on. Yeah. Good dog. So then that's their deal. But then she... There's this other girl who looks just like her named Emma. Played by the same actor. And... Can you see where this move... Wait, can you just tell where this is going? So Savannah and Emma look really similar. They're played by the same actor. Yeah. Take a guess at where this is going. Gosh, I actually don't know. So they go to the mall, and they're... Like they meaning Savannah and Savannah and Emma and Emma's butler Pemberley and they don't know each other at this point, right? No, they don't know each other. So Wait, they how independently this, go to the how does this happen if they're played by the same actor? Like I can't imagine this movie like the editing team the at the talent. They did the split screen thing. There were some parts where it looks like where you could really tell who was actually in the frame frame and who was green screened in. But, like, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, sometimes they do, like, a split down the middle. I'm of the amazed frame, so they, they actually, like, tried. Yeah. Yeah, they tried, and it sort of works most of the time. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. They know, I mean, we never see, like, I, a really crappy high five between them or anything yeah. like that. So The only reason I think it didn't work, like, I don't know. Is because of the plot. 
Well, no, I was going to say, but, like, Disney Channel movies, like, they filmed the whole thing in, like, a month. Yeah. And so they really weren't paying attention to, like, matching up the lighting like they would do in other movies, that do, like, bigger movies that do this. Yeah. But, like, they lined, you couldn't see, like, the line or anything like that. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty yeah. good. It wasn't perfect, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Surprisingly so, good. Yeah. So, anyway. They're at the mall, and they're both like, do you have a size 8? And then they see each other. Okay, oh, and by the way, Bella and Zadae are also at this store. They're just here. Wait, is so, this where the sale is? <laughs> oh, maybe! Oh, that would have been... See, they could have tied it in if we had seen you. See, oh, this is where see. the interweaving, this is the evidence <laughs> left over. of the. They probably cut all the scenes of Julianne being here at this thing. And that actually would have explained why they were, why Bellathorn and Zendaya were even aware of Julianne's whole involvement with, with right. uh, Jake. So anyway, wow. They look at each other and they do. You look just like me. No, you look just like me. No, can you do that in a British accent? Um, you look just like me. Perfect. That's exactly the accent she has <laughs> in the in the movie. It's that. Very low effort. Okay. But I think it more posh sounding because she's rich. Yeah, you kind of went for like a cockney thing. That's all I got. Okay. So then, <laughs> um, so then they're sitting and they're just like talking. Man, and, my life sucks. Oh, my life sucks too. And then they're literally. So here's one thing. I but before we even get to that, this is what I mean about how Bella and Zadea are really forcing their way into this because they're saying like, "You look just like me. You look." And you look like me or whatever. And then they're like, that's really weird. And then, like, they're about to, like, discuss something. And then Zendaya and Bellathor show up. And then, because earlier they looked at the two of them. Because Zendaya was like, is that Emma who goes to our school? And she was, then Bella's like, no, that's Savannah. Because she's wearing this really rich prep school girl uniform. You flipped them. Oh, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. No. So then they show up, even though the girls already figured out everything that they knew, but Bella comes, I can't stand misunderstandings. This is too much. So here's the deal. You're <sighs> you, and she's her. <laughs> what? Oh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, Connor, if you ever, like, let's say you were in a store buying, I imagine, polo shirts... In the big and tall section, yeah. and then you turn around, and another one of you is standing there, and his name is Blotter, and you don't, he doesn't even look even a speck different than you. Do you ever, do you look at them and instantly think, am I not Connor? Because that's, that's the only kind of confusion Bellathorn could have possibly been, ex like, fixing here. I like, she I walks at... up and says, you're Emma, you're Savannah. But it's like, I know my name. But yeah, no, they both know who they are. They were just like, we look just alike. I was that's just a... surprised. Right. Like... Zendaya's having the issue, not uh, not the two characters. Yeah. yeah, but I'd, I'd 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 imagine I'd look at myself, and then Blonner would turn to me and go, "Hello, me, meet the real me." <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you'd just do the entire song Dude. from there. <laughs> so then, and then you'd be escorted out of the big and tall section. Yeah. But then they're just really excited to meet each other because, like, it's a cool coincidence finding your doppelganger. You don't that doesn't happen all the time. Wait, wait, so wait. wait. So, sorry, hold on. I thought like. It sounded like they'd hung out for a bunch before going to the mall. 
No, no, no. See, no. that's not when this she is said. All at the hold mall. on, hold on, hold on. They independently went to the mall. Emma went to the mall on her own. Savannah went to the mall on her own, and this is the first time they're meeting. Okay. Yeah. You didn't make that clear. I was trying to I make it clear, I but you were rushing. You just said they go to the mall. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, they both go separately, and yeah. that's where they meet at the mall. Yeah. But then, so they're excited to find out. They grab a pizza together, and then they're talking, and well, they're like, and then, "Oh, I hate all these problems that I have as a teen." And, and then, then it's I, like, "Oh, I hate all these problems that I have as a rich person." Yeah, and then. But then they're just talking about it. They're just musing about it. And then, uh, once again, Bella and Zendaya show up out of the woodwork. Okay, you're thinking it. We'll just say it. Time for a switcheroo. And then they're like... No. What? (laughs) I refuse. So you and Blotter are now having lunch. Okay. You each have a full extra large pizza to yourselves uh, from Samara's. And... (laughs) I step out from behind a bush, and I say, Connor, blotter, I'm going to say what we're all thinking. <laughs> and then you say, uh, uh no, I, sorry, I, I lost mean, you the fuck. You, you, yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, yeah. Basically, no, it's the right answer, yeah. because this is a stupid idea. So then, also, like, if... Zendaya and Bella Thorne are like way away and they hear what they're talking about. I know this determines the switcheroo. Pemberley, the butler, is sitting like right here and can like presumably hear just as much as Bella and Zendaya heard. So, whatever. But they think they're going to pull a fast one, so they switch clothes. They were on board with this immediately. I believe Pemberley steps away to go to the bathroom and no. then they switch clothes? No. Do they go to the bathroom? Yeah, they go to the bathroom and switch clothes. Oh, okay. They didn't just change in the food. Well, yeah, before. of course, yeah. So, but no, I guess he's... that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So then they switch back and then he goes... They switch. They switch, and then they go to their respective homes. And life first, because it's only half an hour, they really, most of the time with switcheroo things, it's usually, and maybe I'm wrong, but in my experience, it's always been, wow, first this is great, but then you realize, man, this isn't all it's cracked up to be. But it's like immediately Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, immediately they step into each other's shoes and go, oh, I hate these shoes. Like... They don't even get to enjoy it a little bit for a while. Like, Because, like, for ugh. the rich girl, she goes home and one... Discovers she, she has to do things. Yeah, basically. Because, like, Pemberley, her whole life has always opened the door for her. So she's just standing there. And her, like, her brother got home, like, way after her. So she's just been standing there for however long. And then he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, waiting for you to get the door for me. Now, you might be saying, this is insane. (laughs) And to that I say, remember, rich people live in a totally different world. And this is, I mean, they, this is a real difficulty that they have to live with. What if no one's there to get the door for them? Like, wow, oh, no. oh my god. I feel so bad for them all. Poor little rich what? girl. Okay. <laughs> so then, um, then at dinner, the dad makes a roast, and like every, the boys and the dad, they all grab chicken. And there's tons of chicken left. But she's just like, oh, I didn't get any. <laughs> but, like, there's two big pieces left. There's plenty for her to take. 
but she has not taken any, and now she's sad she didn't get any. So, I, I guess I, I feel kind of slighted. I, I would have thought this movie would have not had the most ridiculously stupid, like tropes and cliches of like I don't know rich girl issues. Yeah, Prince of the Popper thing. Yeah. But then it's not so great for the pauper side of this story because uh, Savannah, first she thinks it's weird that the door has to be opened for her, but she's like, oh, right, of course you do that, chum. <sighs> and then, <laughs> then she has to get fitted for dinner, and she's like, man, these clo- dresses sure are stuffy. And then she what? has to take fencing class and ballet lessons. When does it end? Oh, no. Uh, oh, I have parents who pay for all this luxury for me. Oh. Well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to just be like, it's like time for your fencing either. lesson. I'd be like, I don't know jack about fencing. I'm. So this is the problem with that- taking someone else's identity. So yeah. when I suggest, that's one of the problems with taking it. <laughs> when, so when I come up to you and Blonner and I suggest that you switch places, and then Blonner, being very similar to you, mentions these things, at that point you say, actually, no. Right? Right. Because you weren't cool to switch places with Blonner. And then he says, oh, by the way, I have ballet and fencing, and you have to be fitted for dinner and also, my parents don't love me. And I'll be like, yeah, that's going to be real awkward um, for me. I'd rather just do, you know, my life. My life. Yeah, thanks. And I'll be like, aww. And then I leave. And then Blonner goes well, as a millionaire. It's not that Blonner wanted to do it. It was that this third party who showed up said right. that me and Blonner should do that. Right, yeah. That's why I'm sad. Right. You and Blonner are fine. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, they have a call, a phone call, and they're like... Savannah and Emma. Savannah and Emma. And they're like, I want my life back. Oh my gosh, me too. Being you sucks. Yeah. And so the plan is to do a switcheroo, but... Oh, by the, the way, they thing- also mentioned their their love lives during their little yeah. pizza conversation. Savannah's like, I've got this crush on Jake, but I don't know if he knows me. And she's like, oh, I'm dating this guy named whatever, and he's so self-absorbed, I hate that guy. Yeah, that's the other thing. So, well, she didn't really mention Lance at all. Oh, okay, good. He was a surprise. Yeah, because... Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't even know who he is until later. But the other thing is... Well, anyway. Okay, so they're doing one of the good things, I guess, at some point... Emma, as Savannah, bumps into Jake and has a conversation and asks him out on a date. And then they're making the plan to switch back. And then Savannah is like, now, okay. Then Emma's like, let's just stay each other one more day. I'm going on a date with Jake to this place. You can watch and then you'll see how easy it can, like how to have a relationship with him moving forward. And then Savannah's like, that sounds like a great plan. But if you remember, the title of this movie is Frenemies. What? Okay, one thing to be like, hey, I did what you couldn't do and I got you a date with this guy. It's another Uh thing to be like, hey, watch from the shadows as I have this great date (laughs) with the guy you want to go out with. 
not only did I, like, at first I consensually uh, took your life. Now I'm going to consensually, or non-consensually, take your potential love interest. I mean, she's cucking her. She's I literally didn't want to say it, her. but yeah. Yeah. Samantha's getting cucked. Well, yeah, no, so at one point... Um, Congrats, I guess. Yeah, no, at one point they're talking, and um, Jake... I forget actually who initiates this, but some hand-holding across the dinner table commences. This is such a nice restaurant, by the way. I don't know how Jake was able to swing it, but molecular astrophysics, I guess. Yeah. So, anyway, but then Savannah sees their hand. Their hands have not even, like, made... It's not even, like, a full squeeze. It's literally, like, three Barely. fingers on top of three fingers. Like, oh, you said something, and I engage with what you're saying. That kind of hand touch. Okay. So then um, Savannah gets jealous and throws a hot towel at Emma's head. From how then, far away? Like, like I, don't, I don't know. What would you say, like, if I threw it from, like, Around the in our bedroom. I mean, that's like maybe fifteen feet. Well, certainly close enough for another human being to see her. Well, she did it, and then she ducked back behind the booth really quick, and then Jake was like, "Whoa, who threw that towel at you?" Weird, your doppelganger threw that towel at you. (laughs) This restaurant's haunted by ghosts. That looked like you. (laughs) But then she said. I'm going to go have a word with that busboy. And then she's like, what are you doing? This was like what we agreed to. Not for you to touch Jake's hand, you harlot. Uh, and now they're enemies. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, So then she was like, like it went from 0 to 60 so quick. It was so contrived because now all of a sudden Savannah... Emma is like, well, I'm just doing what you never had the guts to do. And then it's like, well, I still have a boyfriend, Lance, remember? And it's like, what? These are not (laughs) situations that would happen to anyone. What? Um, Also, like, even if you fully accept the swapping, swapping, like, swapping lives thing, even then this doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, Also... Just, we met Lance briefly here, and I think we see him again a little bit later. He's so self-absorbed, he's always looking in the mirror at himself. It's like, like, literally, like, cartoonishly self-absorbed. Like, she's like, I'm breaking up with you. Later she breaks up with him. I'm breaking up with you, because you found someone you really love. You. And then he, like, he goes, no. And then he turns and he's like, he sees his reflection, he's like, wow, I look good. Like, it's like that kind of cartoonish (laughs) self-involvement. So they, then, very lazy right Yeah, because he's yeah. only in the movie for like a minute or two, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's no, true. that's true. That's true. So then... He has to make a really fast, really strong impression. Yeah. So now, Jake... So now Jake is dating Emma, but he thinks he's dating Savannah. And vice versa with the other guy. But now it's Emma's Sweet 16 ball, but Savannah is still emma so it's she's getting the other girl's birthday yeah and like the family is like okay we'll bring out all the old rich people and we'll watch some kind of classic film or something and like all of your friends you hate will be there it's like oh can we make this a little bit stuffier please (laughs) and so she says 
but mama, can't we just have a taco truck? And then the father's like, a taco truck? What is a taco? Because apparently rich people don't know what tacos are. I guess they've never heard of Mexico. So how, then, how long okay. have they been each other by this point? You'd think Emma would be like, like she, uh, actually, no, my birthday is tomorrow. I don't want to do this now. Yeah, there's so many things she does not tell Savannah. Yeah, okay. no, it's weird. I would say maybe it's been you like... You think my days. life's hard, or you think your life's hard. Imagine living my life without any guidance. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then, that's one thing I'll just include this briefly, because like, I thought it was kind of cute, because then at one point... Uh, she talks to Pemberley, and she's like, so I have to tell you something. I'm not Emma. I'm Savannah. And then he's like, oh, really? Like, he makes it very clear that he's known the whole time because, one, sometimes she just speaks with an American accent. And two, she doesn't know what she's doing at all anymore. <laughs> she literally asked him who her boyfriend is. And also, yeah. like, he's not blind. Yeah. Or stupid. Yeah. The other thing, too, though, is she's like, okay, you won't tell anyone? And he's like, yeah, you wouldn't believe the secrets I keep in this house. That's why I get such a good Christmas boy bonus. And I'm like, what secrets are you Is there affairs? <laughs> yeah, like, murders? what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, exploitation. <laughs> yeah. Like, and one thing, I feel like, had it not been such, like, a squeeze down movie i think like a better version of this story would have included a bit where savannah was talking to emma like by the way you should really like look into like your family a little bit i think there's like some serious skeletons. i don't think that would have improved the movie i thought it would have been yeah, a yeah, funny callback yeah you know this yeah this plot feels like the plot for a separate whole disney channel An entirely movie different movie that they had yeah. to work into 30 minutes I mean, the thing is, like, this feels like a, a, a plot for a different movie. A basic Prince of the Popper story, but, like, Disney Channel-ified. Mm -hmm. But then, like, the first plot was the most interesting, I would say. And the second plot doesn't really hook into that first or this third plot at all. No. So, like, really, the first plot and the third plot are the only ones that are sort of linked. Because Savannah just... and Jake... Yeah. These stories are happening simultaneously. Yeah. Because, like, I believe Savannah meets... We get to see Savannah meeting Murray again. Yeah. In the third act. Yeah. So because I that's think... to indicate that they are happening at the same time. But, like... Yeah, I definitely think if we just drop the fashion blog... Drop the star power of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> And then just had it, like, interweave, like, meanwhile, this is going on kind of a thing. I think that could have been just, like, a fun, silly little movie. And not make it about frenemies, because it really wasn't about frenemies. Okay, so what you're saying is strip all the stuff that comes from the source book out. Yeah. And then replace it with good stuff. And we'll ship a Theseus this. Replace the movie. Replace the title. Is it the same movie? We still got Murray. Whoa. Yeah, we still got Murray. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so now the, the, now it's the big ball and it's all yeah, stuffy her sweet and nobody likes it. But then, this is so weird. Okay, so they just had their fight, basically, and they're catty and they're like, we're just gonna take who the other person likes now. Mm. That's what they were doing. But then, uh, Emma 
has a talk with Jake, and he's like, she was like, so you like the tomboyish things about me? And then he's like, yeah, I even like your guns. You're great. I'm just glad we're getting to date. And then she's like, oh, I think there's someone you need to talk to. And she goes to bring her to the real Savannah. She has an instant change of heart for no reason. I don't even know why she asked Jake that. Then Lance is being like, you look pretty good today. Actually, but not better than me. Well, maybe you look better than me. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to just break up with you. And he says, oh, I look so good. And then that. But then, so then Emma brings Jake to Savannah. And then... Is trying it's time to, to explain. Come clean. It's time to come clean. But then Lance runs up and he's like, "You just broke up with me." And then Savannah's like, "Oh yeah, I meant to tell you about that." And then Emma's like, "Oh my gosh, I wanted to break up with him since like the third grade." Thanks. <laughs> and then he's then Lance is like, "Wait, I'm getting dumped by two people now." Ugh, I'm mad at you, Jake. And he like goes to attack him, and then Jake just slowly moves out of the way for Lance to run into the chocolate fondue because of course it's chocolate fondue and then (sighs) he just gets covered he gets them on this opera singer that they made like one joke about and then like I don't even know and then everybody's like what a spectacle the party's ruined and then and then And then they're like, Once no, again, let they... me remind you, she's not improvising the plot yeah. of this film. And then Bella's like, hey, it's not, oh, the party's she's not She's here ruined. too, yeah, she's here. And oh. then they start singing, they don't sing, but this song, I don't know who, it was an opera singer and like a live, like a cello a player. But then this weird, like, put your hands up song comes and everybody's dancing. Then all these people from their school that I know Emma doesn't know come in through the door. Some what? <laughs> the rich there. people are going ham for this song. Even the dad looks to his wife and he says we should listen to more of the pop music. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, these parents are so cartoonish. This is a line I forgot that I have to mention. When they see at some point Emma and Savannah standing next to each other and the mom goes, darling, I didn't have twins, did I? And then... Uh, And the father responds, oh, we would have remembered that. (laughs) And so anyway, so now there's this big dance break because like every it's Shrek or whatever. (laughs) And then then we go outside and they're eating at a taco truck and then the dad's like, my, these are delicious. What do you say we make every Tuesday night taco night? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. It's like, okay, but then... We really didn't need any lines from the parents. Like, every line they said was awful I know I'm not, like, really reacting, but that's just because this entire scene is killing me. (laughs) Okay, but hold on. Don't die yet, because we're not done with the dance break. After the taco truck Hold on, real quick, can I just say, don't die yet, we're not done with the dance break. (laughs) Needs to be on Connor's tube. (laughs) Yes. Don't die yet. We're not done with the dance break. <laughs> so then, so we have a little 
taco scene episode, everybody's happy. And then it's back to being a choreographed stage thing. But here's the weirdest thing that I noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, Julianne from the first story, she shows up in the dance break. And by the end of the song, she's in like the middle. Like the two, yeah, Savannah and Emma are like off to the side. And then it's Julianne with Bella and Zendaya on the opposite sides of her. And I'm like, what's this? Was it literally just like, hey, grand finale, everyone get in here? Yeah, I guess. But we didn't get the two friends of Jake's or the mom or Murray. I do want to say Um, real quick, (laughs) Stephanie Scott plays Julianne. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the trailer for this movie, they specifically give her third billing. Um, And she has done some stuff i think she's probably done well i don't know maybe the guy who played jake has done more stuff than her but around that time i think they were thinking they were launching really launching the careers of three people Mm -hmm. and then only two of them actually really exploded the way they did yeah Mm -hmm. um stephanie scott is still doing things not to say she isn't uh but yeah successful that i think she's more uh she's more doing music now right so that was Frenemies. Yeah, um, that's where the movie ends, by the way. <sighs> the movie's over. It was literally <laughs> like a big ending song and dance. Uh-huh. What? Mm-hmm. And see, like, you see why I think this movie was originally meant to be one thing with three, like, interwoven stories. Maybe the camera would have followed one story, and then when the, the, the characters crossed paths, it would have jumped to the other story or something. But, like, they didn't do that. Instead, and I think they yeah. wouldn't even be able to do that, really, given the second story takes them to New York twice. Yeah. Like, you're not going to cross paths with any of the other characters in New York. Yeah. So, like, during that section, we just have to listen to their boring business meeting. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. I have a couple questions for you. One, do you think... That sounded like a fun film. Um, it sounded like there were really weird moments that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if that's your thing, then yeah, you could find fun. Okay. But if you uh, like, uh, you know, coherency, then no. <laughs> uh, okay. The three of the three plots, which one sounded the most interesting and which one sounded the least interesting? Uh, uh, I I'm most interested by seeing this wonder dog actor mm-hmm. uh, Murray. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess the first one, um, yeah. yeah. The and I guess the second one, um, the fashion blog one, seemed least interesting. I mean, we did wrap up the description of it in about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true. The first one took us about 50 minutes, and then there's really so little to say about Zendaya Bella Thorne plot, which makes it so weird that they weren't... Like, what if they had swapped Bella Thorne's character with Savannah, right? They could have given her more to do on screen. Zendaya could have been interesting in some way i'm asking them to make a different movie yeah and then like Uh, and then like the entire i guess plot of the third thing 
did not really, I don't know, work into Savannah showing up in Jake's story at all. It was completely unrelated, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, she exists and Jake exists, and that is the hook of the two connecting together. But, like, they're... Their plots don't actually yeah. align in any way. Yeah, meanwhile, some, Samantha goes on, has this entirely different adventure of, like, trading places with her identical, rich, you know, twin from yeah. another mother. Sister yeah. from another mother. It doesn't work as well as brother from another mother, but yeah. Well, there you go. That's, okay. Yeah, it, the movie is incoherent nonsense. Yeah. And I don't, like, I'm genuinely surprised that it didn't make more of a hitch in each of their careers, right? Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, There, it doesn't take much to actually kill the momentum of someone's career. <laughs> if you make the right misstep, you can kill anyone's career. And this <sighs> movie was a real misstep for everyone involved. I mean, it was just the beginning for mm. most of these people, so, like, they only had... Down to go. No, they all went up. Yeah, I mean, how much do you expect out of a Disney Channel original movie? I mean, for Disney stars, that's their lifeblood. Like, that's their career. When you're a Disney star, they make you sign a contract to only do movies with them. That's true. So, like, Zendaya, if she bombs in this movie, she's got two more movies on her contract to make up for it, but if the audience... If audiences had been over her at that point, then it would have been over. I think, didn't they have a TV show at the same time? So that that definitely sustains them, right? Yeah. Like, even if the movie's bad, the TV show can keep them around. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, just because of how Disney Channel usually works, I'm pretty sure when Frenemies aired, Shake It Up, a new episode was either before or after it. Right. So, like, I'm sure it was fine. Um, but that was Frenemies... I'm glad that we got to sit here and chat about it. I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off of me. Yeah, this was honestly more, <laughs> more mostly for her. Uh, just, she wouldn't stop talking about it when I was trying to do things, work, sleep. She would shake me awake and say, but why? Why did... Why did he yeah. break with the dog? Why did he break with the dog? True, yeah. Why did the mom stop the dog? Okay. Why um, did they make it a frame story? And I'm like, go to sleep. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all 